Hi, I'm Lily. And I'm Rebecca. And this is Just Just Ghoulie Things. Things. (laughs) Oh my God. So, hey guys, welcome to our new ghostly podcast. Um, On this podcast, we're going to be talking everything paranormal from haunted cities, haunted roads, haunted houses, um, haunted schools, etc. And Lily, you want to tell us what else we'll be talking Uh, about? We will be also talking about UFOs, conspiracies, uh, cults, and astrology, and much, much more. Yeah, pretty much (laughs) everything paranormal, everything Everything that's not normal. (laughs) So um, I feel like we should like introduce ourselves. So our listeners, probably like one listener... We'll get our whole one listener, just our parents. Yeah, we are two Jersey girls, Jersey girl. just hunting down the Jersey Joy-Z. devil. <laughs> we're two Jersey devils. <laughs> so Lily and I met um, when we were what? Like we were like fourteen, sixteen. Yeah. So I think you were sixteen. I yeah. was like. 14 We were in high school and super awkward and still virgins. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. We were perfect for satanic rituals. Yes, exactly. And Just stick us in a pentagram and we're good to go. All the all all oh, the guys at like rings. the school dance were like Lily and I'm like, "Um, excuse you? No. You can't deflower this Lily." Yeah. Oh. <laughs> How did I never I've never said that? Well, it's too late, so... Okay, anyone named Lily out there, (laughs) any of my fellow Lilies who are virgins, virgins, you are allowed to use this. You are... We want residuals. Every time you say it, we'll get a P.O. box, and we demand once... We demand 69 cents every time. Make it up to cash. 69 cents. (laughs) I love it. So anyway, we met um, doing a theater production, and we've... We've always been friends ever since, and one thing that we always bonded over was talking about paranormal activity. We were, and still are, huge fans of shows like Ghost Hunters, Ghost Ghost Adventures, Adventures. Zach Bagan's I Love You. Yes! (laughs) And so we thought, why not talk about our favorite thing, ghosts and scary shit, and just have no filter like we usually do. So, um... Yeah, so we were thinking just as a little intro, uh, we were going to tell you three of our favorite ghost stories. So for this episode, just to give you guys a little taste test of different stories that Lily and I are going to be sharing with you guys on this show, we each picked three of our favorite ghost stories at the moment. So I'm going to start with one that I found on Reddit. Um, So this is from Batman. The A is with a four, so uh, looks legit. I like it. <laughs> he says, I was home last year doing a break from university with a friend, and we decided to go see a friend in a different city in his university. It was a small city with rivers, hills, and forests. At night, we decided to go in a nearby forest to smoke and drink by a river, <laughs> but still being on the main road. So we were standing in our car parked, and I was drinking, and both of them were making joints and smoking. (laughs) Making (laughs) joints. It was about 11 in the night and dead dark with no lights or people for several kilometers. We had been standing there for about an hour when a 25 to 26-year-old guy came out of the tree line and came to me, talks to me, and says this place is not safe at night. You guys should go from here. My friend who used to study there heard me talking to someone and started walking towards me, but stopped right there. His face went white and told me to get in the car and that we are going. I told the guy thanks and goodbye and turned the car around. 
For ten minutes, my friend didn't talk, and when we were out of the forest, he finally broke his silence and told me that this guy who was talking to me was a boy from his university who died on the same road two years back in an accident. (laughs) We were so scared that we didn't go home that night and spent the rest of the night getting high nearby a river. (laughs) Oh, brilliant. What could possibly go wrong? After being scared shitless by a ghost that died on that road. The last thing I'm doing is going to another river to smoke a joint. On a drink. different road. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Responsible. Very Love responsible. It. So that's so creepy. Like, I mean, imagine you're just I mean, already, like that should have been like it's already eleven at night and you're just talking to some random guy that's just coming up on the main road out of the tree line. That's like, already suspicious. So many red Especially flags. Especially because he there. didn't even ask for like for like Hit. Yeah, <laughs> he could have been a narc. Like, oh, oof, ridiculous! These these university kids don't know what they're doing. I would have gone back the next morning and seen like if there was a body that like he had hidden. <laughs> I feel like that would have been part of the story, though. Now that I think about it, I feel like that would have been thrown in in the end. Just so, just so much being thrown in there. All right, Lily. So, right. what is your story? So, I found this um, in an article on People.com, and so I don't know who the author is, but if you know, let us know. And slide into the <laughs> DMs. Slide into the DMs, paranormal style. Yes. <laughs> Very. Okay. Um, so, here we go. When I was 16, I was riding horses with my friend in the field beside her house. The horse threw me, and I hit my head hard. The next thing I know, I'm on my back in incredible pain, staring up at my friend, who was frantically screaming at me. Dazed, my gaze shifted and then refocused on her friend behind her, a a tall, thin man wearing a black suit and an old-fashioned, wide-brimmed hat. He was staring, unblinking, into my eyes over my friend's shoulder. Days later, she came to visit me in the hospital, and I asked her about the man I'd seen. I thought it was the new boyfriend she had recently told me about. She told me there was no one there but me and her. (gasps) That's so crazy. I mean, like, do you think that was, like, her guardian angel? Or do you think maybe that was the Grim Reaper, but he wasn't ready? I'm thinking uh, ghost of boyfriend's past. (laughs) No, I, I mean, guardian angel definitely is a s- strong possibility. I want to know, was it a private, you know what? I want to know a little more about, like, was it a private stable that she had? Yeah. Was it, you know what I mean? Well, it didn't seem to scare her. I mean, like, she was already kind of preoccupied with, like, not dying. So I You guess- know what? You have a point. You got me there. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. All right. So my next one is also from Reddit from krocker321. So he goes, I was a rookie cop when my brother committed suicide. He was one of my older brothers, but we were very close. He died in another state, and I had a lot of guilt then about not recognizing the signs. His remains were in bad shape by the time he was discovered, so it was a closed coffin service. About a week after he died, I was back at work one night, and my partner and I see a a pimp pistol whipping (laughs) one of his girls. That's a tongue twister. Uh, Yeah. Pimp pistol. I jump out, and the pimp sees me, and the foot chase was on. I was running after him, gun in hand, and he cuts through a narrow corridor under a building that leads to a courtyard in the middle. Right before I reach the courtyard, I hear, it's okay, in my dead brother's voice. (gasps) I hit the courtyard, and the guy is against the side pointing a gun at my head and squeezes the trigger twice. I froze for a millisecond, 
and then started beating him in the head with a revolver. Hmm. Oh, boy. Till this day, I don't know why I just didn't shoot him. I cupped him up and walked him back to the street to, and found my partner. I tell my partner about him squeezing the trigger, but not the voice I heard. We unload the gun, a 32 revolver, right there, and two bullets have strike marks on them. Oof. Take the gun to the lab for testing. Tell the tech the story. He put the two bullets with strike marks back in and shoots into the test tank. Both bullets fired. <gasps> oh, his brother was definitely looking out for him, being like, it's okay, I got you. Like, do oh, your for job. sure. For sure. Do your do your duties. Those are always like the really nice ones. Yeah. You know what I mean? When it's like, not like, oh, a dead woman who got left at the altar and jumped off a bridge yeah. and now she haunts teenagers. Like, yeah. this is a sweet one. Like, I think it just proves that like, even like after like our physical bodies are no longer here, like we're still in spirit, like, and our, yeah. our loved ones are still around us and are yeah. still looking after us. So that's sweet. Yeah. That's sweet. This one is from a uh, Reddit user, Smokey Bonaparte. <laughs> Um, and, uh, this is a 911 dispatching story. So it says received a call from an elderly lady who had trouble breathing. I had taken several calls from her and her husband in the past. So I recognized her voice. I dispatched an ambulance to her residence and held her on the line, trying to keep her calm while the ambulance was responding. Ambulance advised that there are a 15-minute ETA. She lived in a very rural part of West Virginia. I'm talking to her, asking her about her husband and how he was doing, and just making small talk with her. The ambulance calls in and advises that they are on the scene, and I let them know that she is in severe respiratory distress, and I still had her on the line. I let her know the ambulance is coming to the door to go answer the door and say she's okay and hangs up the phone. She says she's okay and hangs up the phone. Hmm. So doesn't sound right to me. Well, so it says pretty normal. Yeah. Well, here's where it gets weird. So the EMT and paramedic on scene call back about a minute later and say that no one is answering the door. We have a sheriff unit who was in the area pulling on scene about that time. The sheriff unit confirmed the address and advised he is breaching the door to make access um, to the point five minutes go by and the paramedic on scene radios in asking who the caller was i advise it was the elderly female who had lived at the residence he tells me that he's going to call in and needs to speak with the supervisor on shift we get him over to the supervisor and the supervisor confirms the information i gave him and asks what's going on apparently the elderly female had been dead a while and was in already in full rigor mortis. They uh, thought I was wrong on the caller, but the other dispatchers played it back and confirmed that it was the female who called. (laughs) The ambulance transferred the hospital and we got some calls. uh, We got the same calls of disbelief from the doctors. So I took a call from a ghost. Wait, but I love it. She's like, it's okay. I'm fine. It's okay. Clearly, clearly you're not. Uh, Oh my God. Oh, gosh. She was just ready to be like, all right, can someone find me? Yeah. Like, I've been here for hours. Like, someone didn't have a life alert. She got to get a life alert. We need to be sponsored. Come on, Smokey Bonaparte. Tell your next one to get a life alert. I feel so bad for, like, those old people that, like, they have to be, like, found days later. Like, they don't have people, like, checking out. But, like, that's so sad. Like, the fact she needs to call 911. 
Well, see, what I don't understand is like, I would have believed him right away. Like, I wouldn't have gone to the supervisor. If he was like, no, it's, he said it was her, I'd be like, ah, shit, it was the ghost. Like, right away, right off the bat. I know it was the ghost. I would have been like, no, don't talk to the supervisor. I believe you. Like, (laughs) and that's also why we don't work in that field. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. All right, so for my last story, um, I actually found this one. Um, it was an anonymous user, but it was in People Magazine Online, so mm-hmm. interesting source. All right, so it goes, back in 2005, I was in a band that toured the country in a 15-passenger van with a trailer. Never trust. Oh, yeah, no, nothing happens with a van <laughs> and a trailer. Ever. <laughs> we were on the way from Columbus, Ohio, to Erie, Pennsylvania. The show had been canceled in Ohio due to a power outage, so we decided to get on the road early as we had friends in Erie who were taking us in for the night. I'll never forget this moment for the rest of my life. We were all having a conversation. There were eight of us total in the van when the driver and passenger both shouted simultaneously, what was that? I'm getting goosebumps on my arms right now. Just remember that. I was sitting... I was sitting behind the driver with my back against the window, and I didn't see anything, but we heard a whooshing noise, as if something flew right over the van. My friend, who was sitting next to me, looked like he had just seen a ghost. Foreshadowing. (laughs) We wound up pulling over on the side of the road because everyone was freaking out, thinking we hit something. Nothing was found. Both the passenger and driver said they saw a tall black figure lunge at the van from the shoulder of the left lane. My friend who was sitting next to me said the same thing. The next day, we inspected the van in daylight and noticed there were streak marks across the roof of the van. Ugh. Ugh, it sounds like pretty demonic to me. That like, sounds yeah, that sounds not good. Like if there's something lunging at your car, like nothing good is gonna like make you almost get into a car accident or like damage. Yeah, your especially car. if they're lunging at a van. Yeah. Like every individual piece of this is not yeah not and good. That's like interesting because it was like already dark at night. So the fact that they saw this like dark mass, it clearly had to have some sort of like. It had to be, like, solid, you know? So was it someone else who was in the van that said they had seen it? It was the driver, the passenger, and then I guess the person that was next to the person okay. that was writing the story. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Ugh. All right, so uh, my last one is from Hello Darkness Friends on Reddit. <laughs> Hello, Hello Darkness, my old friend. <laughs> I wonder if they, like, they probably got that username from that I meme, hope so. huh? Yeah. That's really embarrassing if they didn't. Could you imagine? And then you could like sue and be like, that was my Reddit username <laughs> before the song came out. Like, that's an old song too, though. It is. All right. Anyways. Um, when was this, like, did it say? Uh, this was written 24 days ago. Oh, okay. So now that was. No, that song's like decades old, yeah, Rebecca. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I think that song is older than us. <laughs> that song was like written during the gold standard. I'm telling you, America was still on the gold standard when that song came out. <laughs> All right, so this is like a like a short and sweet one. It's called My House Has Polite Ghosts. It's always nice. Yeah. All right, here we go. So I'm pretty sure we have some kind of minor haunting or something. Most nights when I turn the lights off in my room, there will be shuffling and movement sounds, and all I have to do is say no or 
no thank you, or stop it, and the noise will stop. Also, when we're downstairs, there will, peer, there will periodically be the sound of a cabinet closing in the kitchen, and it always stops when you go into the room. We don't usually ask them to stop because they're not doing much, so it's okay. Also, my cat stares at random spots of air and eats food that isn't there. <laughs> She'll also get alerted by noises I can't hear, but she's old and deaf, so it's really weird. Just wanted to share my friendly ghost story. Oh, that's interesting. Kind of comforting. Yeah, like, I mean, like, it seems like the ghosts just mind their own business. Yeah. And, like, when they want to socialize, but you're not in the mood, you're saying, no. Yeah, nah. uh, no. And they're like, all right, all right, all right. Nice to know. Not all, yeah. not all ghosts are going to attack your van or... It seems like these ghosts know that they don't pay the rent, so they know they have no say <laughs> at anything. And yep. they're like, all right, I'm going to keep my space. Yeah, excuse me, Casper, when's the last time you paid rent? No. You ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, guys, so this is the end of our first episode of Just Ghoulie Things. Thank you guys so much for listening in. Um, so if you guys have any paranormal activity stories that you'd like to share with us, of course, we can keep you anonymous. We can say your name if you want us to. It's whatever you want. You can email us at justghoulythingspodcast at gmail.com. Again, our email is justghoulythingspodcast at gmail.com. And uh, you can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Our username is Just Ghouly Things Podcast. Uh, again, that is Just Ghouly Things Podcast. Just want to make sure you get it because, you know, you want the real deal. You want us outside of the podcast as well. You can never get too much of the ghouly girls. The ghouly girls! <laughs> I love it. All right. Have a good day, guys. Bye. Bye.